0: Time enough at last. Submitted for your consideration. To sci-fi fans, Sean Majors and Keith Conrad, re-watch The Twilight Zone from beginning to end. It's like something out of that twilight show about that zone. Cameo of a man who has just lost his most valuable possession. He doesn't know about the loss yet. In fact, he doesn't even know about the possession. Because like most people, David Gurney has never really thought about the matter of his identity. But he's going to be thinking a great deal about it from now on. Because that is what he's lost. And his search for it is going to take him into the darkest corners of the Twilight Zone.
1: Episode number 92 of the Twilight Zone was Person or Persons Unknown. And, uh, you know, there's a number of episodes that are kind of just like this one.
0: Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of, like... Either I don't know who I am anymore, or you got to believe me. I know who I am. <laughs> it's the it's the same kind of thing as like an astronaut in the old west or a cowboy in space.
1: Uh, a little bit, but but uh, <laughs> you know the the previous uh, uh, well, at least one of the very early episodes that's sort of the same idea um, was in the in the first couple of episodes. It was uh, the um, uh, the one with the the one with the astronauts. Rod Taylor was in it. Um,
0: oh yeah um, Arrow to the Sun uh, Something Above the Rim I don't know titles
1: <laughs> it, was, it was one of them yeah
0: <laughs> um, it, it, was, it was something like that Freaking useless on this podcast
1: <laughs> <laughs> No you provide valuable commentary I, I, That's Anybody what I
0: keep tell telling myself
1: uh, So this episode Centers around David Gurney And he, uh, he wakes up after a wild night of partying, uh, which apparently was a, a big problem back in the 60s. I guess so. Um, and he, uh, uh, he he wakes up to find out that uh, his wife has no idea who he is. No clue. No clue at all. And uh, all evidence of his existence has completely disappeared.
0: Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> there's. I mean, he, he can't find one person to be like, oh, Dave, what's going on, man?
1: Well, here's what, here's what actually struck me as funny. So he goes through this, you know, with his wife. Yeah. Then he just decides, you know what? I know you, you don't know who I am and you're threatening to call the police. I'm just going to go to work.
0: Yeah. Which is probably um, not what I would do. Um, <laughs> I probably wouldn't. I'd probably uh, maybe not wait around. For, uh, I don't know. I don't know. What do you do? Do you wait around for the cops to come? I guess if you're that confident in who you are, then you do.
1: Well, but, but that's where things get a little weird to me because he goes to his job and he basically, you know, nobody there recognizes him and there's somebody in his uh, desk and he basically just like tries to boot the person out of his desk. (laughs) And, and at that point, uh, you know, somebody actually does then call the police. And what I think is funny is when he comes outside, his wife is there. Like, how did she know where he was going if, if he didn't exist?
0: I'm gonna say the uh, Gun toting security guard called her. <laughs> that guy he pulled the how, gun how it out way he, too quick.
1: <laughs> yeah, how would he know? How how would he know who to call because he doesn't exist? So it's not like it's not like he knows who, who David Gurney's wife is because he doesn't know who David Gurney is.
0: It's so weird. It's I mean, even if he said, "Well, I'm going to work," the only way she would know to go. I don't know.
1: Is no, if he is if he said where he worked? And, I'm going
0: to work at one two three Main Street, or like she saw something on the news or something. But now the time doesn't work out, but that's okay.
1: Yeah. Or she might have followed him. Which at that point, I would argue, she's the creeper, not him.
0: Now we're talking.
1: Yeah. Uh, so anybody, nobody, no nobody knows this guy. He he seems to be uh, seems to have just you know dropped out of nowhere. So he ends up. Uh, uh, being placed in an insane asylum and um which also so so getting back to a last week when i mentioned that uh uh you know i thought quicksand was going to be a a much bigger problem than it turned out to be Yeah. yeah People getting sent to insane asylums it seemed like that was a much more common thing than it turned out to be.
0: When they when they shoot to the uh, when they cut to the uh, the insane asylum, I thought they already had him in a straitjacket. I'm like, guys, you know, like, calm down. But it's just a just a hospital gown.
1: He hasn't even filled out his name on the form yet. Come on, give him a second. But, but, like after the very calm back and
0: forth i'm jumping ahead a little bit here but after the very calm back and forth that he and the doctor have um it is hilarious when he jumps out the window he probably could have just walked past the doctor
1: he probably could have yeah
0: Um, (laughs) that one story (laughs)
1: Yeah, I, I don't even know why they're putting him in an in insane asylum other than I guess like there's no place else you could put him because it's not like he's hurting anybody. I mean he did show up he, – he was in this woman's house but yeah. he left right away. It wasn't like she told him to leave and he stayed, you know, like – you know, it seems like it would have been bad. It wasn't like he didn't yeah. steal anything or, or anything like that. Uh, he went to the bank and he sort of caused a disturbance there, but he ultimately, you know, left when uh, when the authorities showed up, so you can't really arrest him for that. So you certainly like literally, he's saying he exists. So how can you put him in a state <laughs> debt? you're just saying he exists? He um
0: also like has access to the best healthcare possible because there is a seemingly very knowledgeable doctor who can see him immediately uh one-on-one apparently has access to his own police force uh when he shows up <laughs> later on um and yeah yeah yeah. So great healthcare in the twilight
1: zone at least in this episode well the 60s were a different time <laughs> it's true uh so uh so gurney is insistent uh despite what uh, the doctor says that he does exist uh, because he, he says he has memories of, you know, everybody, uh, he came in contact with and, um, uh, he becomes convinced that someone, uh, is, is trying to, you know, I, I, am not even sure what the, uh, um, what, what the motive would be because he's just some rando.
0: Yeah. And it's not like there's another David Gurney that he's trying to like, take their place. Um, so I don't know.
1: So it's it's like uh, uh, he it's like Clarence was his guardian angel, <laughs> but, but it, it's like in addition to erasing him from the world, he also erased his memory of. of yeah, um,
0: I get the feeling that David Gurney is just an unru- unreliable narrator, and like everybody else is right.
1: I I, I mean that that's basically what the uh, what the doctor tells him. Yeah. I mean, he, he says, you know, you have an Basically, tells him you have an identity. You just, you just don't know what it is. Yeah. You know, you, you've decided it's this other thing. So, you know, he basically says, you know, we'll, we'll work to, to find out who you really are. And uh, <laughs> he, he says, forget that and, and jumps out the window. Jumps out a window. By the way, it seems like a totally sane thing to do. <laughs> the doctor's like, David, we get it. This is a crazy situation.
0: We're going to get you the help you need to go. <laughs> and he dives headfirst out the damn window.
1: Uh, which, which, by the way, I thought that people jumping out of windows was going to be a much bigger problem than <laughs> it turned out to be.
0: Can you imagine jumping out of a window while wearing a straight jacket into a pool of quicksand? Oh, my God. Oh, That's the perfect storm. Terrible.
1: <laughs> um, so he, uh, he steals a van, which, by the way, by my count, is his first actual crime. So, so yeah, in, pretty much. Uh, he, uh, he steals a van and, and starts to look for uh, for evidence that he exists. And uh, ultimately, he finds a picture of him with his wife.
0: <laughs> Can we talk about the picture? Uh, sure.
1: <laughs> the the look. observations of the picture.
0: The look on his face. First of all, it's a picture taken at a zoo. Okay, And also, by the way, I love the woman who works at this. Is it like a newspaper?
1: Well, see, that's what I was trying to figure out, like, uh, you know, because because now they have people all over the place trying to take your picture and sell it to you. you (laughs) Museums and zoos and things. But that's a fairly recent thing. That's like the past 10 years, maybe That, that didn't exist in the 60s.
0: So, well, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, one existed that had, like, one well, like, an old-timey camera that's, you know, in 16 parts and has that big flashbulb at the top. But oh, yeah. I am a big fan of the woman uh, who's – she's just listed as woman clerk. Um, her voice is very Twilight Zone-y. Um, the, the photo that she gets him after realizing the seven is, in fact, a seven um, – the look on his face. Did they take a picture? Did they scare him by taking a picture, or was he scared by a lion and they took a picture? Because just the look on his face is like, oh god. And then it's like, yeah, I was going to surprise my wife with this picture. It's
1: like it's a completely unre- unremarkable photograph. Uh, aside from the fact that it looks like he was surprised, <laughs> yeah, like, and he doesn't seem like the kind of guy. He doesn't.
0: He's not a very compassionate individual. Like he doesn't. He wakes up a drunk. He's not very kind to. Walmart number one and so like i don't know he's not the kind of person who would like surprise his wife with it by like you know uh deprecating who you know how he looks in that picture
1: yeah uh may- maybe uh, because you know it's a fairly fairly rare thing um like you said, maybe maybe it was one of those old timey cameras, yeah. like really going old school, where instead of having like a flash bulb, they have the big the the big uh, platform with the gunpowder on it that, that goes off and the next flash.
0: You know, to your point that yeah. it probably was unexpected to somebody be taking a photo of you without asking and then trying to sell it to you at a zoo. So there you go.
1: Yeah, Kids I could closed. Yeah, it's all it's all coming together. I mean, it still doesn't explain how when he he, he sees himself in the picture or, yeah. his wife in the picture, and he's like, "All right, I did it. I proved I I'm a thing." And, and <laughs> the, the doctor somehow, much like the wife finding him just randomly, yeah. the doctor also finds him randomly with his own Gestapo, and. Uh, and he's like, "All right, look, you know, they they forgot a piece of evidence. Here I am. Here's a picture of me with uh, this woman who says she didn't know me before. And then as soon as he shows the picture to the doctor, she's not she's not in the picture. <laughs> I'm looking really scared at the camera.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's it's even better. I I want so bad a framed copy of that photograph. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going I'm, I'm I'm just gonna see if I can take a photo of my TV." And then
1: print it out and see what the quality yes. is. <laughs> maybe a you should you should, uh, you should you should get that picture. I, I will find you a copy of that picture, <laughs> as, as long as you promise to get it like printed out as an eight x ten. Oh, of course. Hang it up in your uh, in your house somewhere. Yeah, and let me know. You know, if it happens while we're still doing this podcast, <laughs> let us know when someone actually notices and asks you what the heck is up with.
0: <laughs> Who is that guy? It'll go. It'll go right next to a piece I like to call "No One Likes to Play Sega with Harrison Ford" by an artist yeah. named Brad Bird.
1: Exactly, that's a, <laughs> that's a good one. Um, so uh, so right about this time, he um. He, he basically, he, he does um, does what a lot of people in uh, stressful situations do, <laughs> they just throw themselves on the ground. Yeah, there's a lot <laughs> of, <laughs> this is why fainting
0: fainting couches existed back then.
1: Yeah, yeah. And uh, so as, as soon as he does, as soon as he hits the ground, he wakes up in his bed and uh, turns out the whole thing was a bad dream.
0: Oh, thank God.
1: Then, in a in a twist, uh, much like uh, the uh, the the crappy Tim Burton Planet of the Apes movie, <laughs> um, you know, he, he basically sort of switch switches roles with his wife because uh, you know he doesn't see her face at the at the very beginning when she uh, takes off. I don't know if she just had a towel on or or a, a mask. I forget which. Um, she. Uh, It turns out it's not his wife; it's it's somebody else.
0: And it's a very the direction is very um, eye of the beholder. Yeah, the the way they make that reveal, which I liked.
1: So apparently, uh, he's not he's not back home. It's like uh, it's like Homer when he was uh, uh, when he screwed things up when he was time traveling and he kept going into like alternate (laughs) realities. You just got to go back and smash everything. (laughs) Yes, yeah, that's all you have to do. No
0: problem. Just go, just go back and <laughs> remember what your grandpa told you
1: <laughs> re- re- remember that that critical advice if you ever go back in time don't step on anything because even the slightest change could have consequences beyond your wildest imagination and that's what uh, that's what the crew of uh, the USS Gerald Ford learns in my novel righteous might oh, I
0: got my own po- got my own copy by the way
1: oh you uh, well uh, how about how about that so you're the one
0: <laughs> <laughs> a case of mistaken identity or a nightmare turned inside out A simple loss of memory or the end of the world David Gurney may never find the answer But you can be sure he's looking for it In the Twilight Zone Tron